0: Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver and I'm Specialist Anna Grace Cato. And today we have a familiar face who hasn't been here for, it's been a while I think, Um, but I think we have a pretty good topic that we're going to talk about. So first I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're just going to jump right in.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Love coming (laughs) onto the podcast. My name is Lisa Mustard. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in South Carolina. And I am the psychological, well, wait a minute. Hold on. I am the (laughs) director of psychological health for the South Carolina Army National Guard. And really what that means is I help soldiers and their families just kind of cope and deal and figure out uh, what's going on if they need any support, emotional health, mental health. And we have an 800 number that soldiers and families can always call and reach us at 800-681-2558. I got to plug that number. I'm sure we'll hear it
0: multiple times throughout the podcast. Yeah,
1: I love that number. (laughs) 800-681-2558. But I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me back.
0: Absolutely. So I guess let's just dive right in and get to the topic.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think this is a really important topic and not something that... uh, We see a lot out there on, but it is all about um, a digital detox as I touch my phone (laughs) to look (laughs) at my notes, but it's all about taking a a digital detox from our smart, our smartphones and from social media. And I, I really, my interest came about in this when I noticed my own habits on how often I was checking my phone or checking, you know, websites. And I didn't like how it was taking me away from the things that are most important to me that were sitting right next to me or in front of me, which is my family. And I, um, so it's just really out of my own personal experience. And I thought, well, you know, if I'm going through this as an adult, I wonder how many other peers or adults out there are going through this as well. Because when I started to pay attention to not just my own behavior, I was kind of observing other, other people out and about. I saw... When we would go out to dinner, I would see couples and families. Everybody was on their phone at the dinner table. I would see parents, and I don't, I'm i not blaming anybody. I'm not judging. I'm just kind of observing. And I would go to uh, our kids' sports practices, and, and I get it. You're sitting there. You're waiting on your kid. But so many adults were just sitting there on their phone scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I was, you know, working on – I brought crossword puzzles. I was bringing a book. I was trying really hard not to use my phone. And It's tough. It's tough. I mean, when you think about this thing that's supposed to make our lives better and easier, actually sometimes taking us taking away from our communication and our relationships. And I started to kind of dig into what was going on with phones. And one of the things that came out a couple months back was our uh, U.S. Surgeon General came out and said that um, and I, you guys can Google this. You can look it up. It's, it's a quick Google search to find his report. But I'm going to read to you that the recent, recent research shows that adolescents who spend more than three hours per day on social media face double the risk of experiencing poor mental health outcomes, such as symptoms of depression and anxiety. And yet one 2021 survey of teenagers found that on average they spend three and a half hours a day on social media. And that really set my alarm kind of buzzing on taking a look at how my family was using phones on top of my own observations. Now, there's a lot of things that, you know, I just kind of brought up that uh, I could kind of go down the rabbit holes of different things, but I would like to kind of focus on if you're noticing your your preteen or your teen is dealing with anxiety or symptoms of depression or any type of emotional health, mental health issue, I want to know how much time is your preteen teen spending on their phone? And it's going to look different for everybody and every family, but really something to think about because it is influencing, you know, their brains aren't fully developed like mine is, and it was affecting me, right? And I have a fully developed brain. So imagine what's going on for our preteens. And I say preteens and teens, because I truly don't believe that any kid under the age of 10 should have a phone. It's just, you know, unless you're going to give them like that dumb phone because you are worried about their location and you need to know where they are. But if they have those things, they don't need to be using apps and being on social media, even have access to the internet. So I'm going to slow down <laughs> and ask you guys uh, what questions come up for you as I share that, you know, those stats or anything.
0: Um, I like how you mentioned the phone thing because even though you say you don't think kids under 10 shouldn't have phones, I feel like each year that goes on, the younger and younger they are when they get their first phone. And it's insane. You're giving a kid that's barely has any responsibility a $500 phone and and they're playing with, like you said, the apps and stuff. And I think a lot of parents might look at like the parental controls yeah. as something that helps, but at the same time, they're still on their phones. Right. Like, right. And like you were saying, going out to dinner and stuff, I've seen families like not even look at each other at once and the only time they talked was to order because they were like their kid was on a iPad or a tablet and they were on their phone or they were on a phone call like with a headset. And it's like you got to disconnect at some point. Like,
1: yeah. And I do want to go back and say, if if your kid is on 10 and you're like, well, my kids don't have a phone, I'm guessing, like you said, they have a tablet, they got something, something. they got some screen. Mm -hmm. We're talking about screens too, you know, screen, screen, uh, screens for kids. It's tough though. I mean, it's, it's hard. Like as a parent, it's like, sometimes the easy route is just give the kid the screen because you're busy, you're tired, you don't have the energy, but is that the best that we can do for our kids? Um, and I've had to look at my own behavior, you know, and really change how I, how we do things in our house. Um, and I'm not, I'm not here to like blame parents and to like put the finger on them and say, you, 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 because I get it. Like, I know that it's, it's a distraction, you know, phones and social media can be a distraction, but it's a distraction from, you know, communicating and having relationships. Um, it's, it's also for our kids. It's like, you know, it's social, socially, they're not out there, you know, connecting with other kids. They're in their room, they're on their phone and they're using these apps to connect with each other. And it's, I just, you know, I see that. And then, when I have a family come to me and they're like, my kids changed all of a sudden you know, she was so carefree and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden she's withdrawn and depressed. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you think has changed? Well, I don't know. I can't, we're not sure. She started high school or, you know, I'm just saying she, cause I have, I have girls, but like she or he started high school and they're just not like, they used to be, their grades aren't, they're not excited about things. Their grades are going down. And I'm like, what's going on with the phone? <laughs> like, <laughs> How many hours a day is your child spending on their phone? Something to really, really, consider. And if you're listening to this or watching this and you're, there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I mean, that could be, that could be part of it. I want to encourage parents and, and caregivers out there, like, to set some limits on it, it's not too late to pull it back. It's not too late. Just because you gave it to them doesn't mean that it's free reign. You you've messed up, and they're just you know whatever. Like you can still pull it back. You can you can say okay, we're gonna do things different moving forward. And yeah, they're gonna hate that, and they're gonna rebel because that's what preteens and teenagers do. They're gonna tell you it's not fair. Life look, life is not fair. <laughs> they're gonna give you all the reasons in the book because. They want what they want when they want it, and that makes sense. So you, as the parent, have to come up with your plan. And um, this is this is really. I almost feel like I'm like there's this bell, this alarm bell that's out there, and we kind of hear it. Um, and if we know, I mean, there's a lot of information out there. There's a, you can. I mean, I could I could just I just want to tell people like just look for it on the internet, and you will find it. One of the resources I like the best is a Substack um, by a. I think he is a. He's like a research, I don't know if he's a research psychologist, but his name is Jonathan Height, and he has a substack called After Babel. and he is looking at all the research out there, and he's putting it all together, and he's explaining, like, why our kids are having these mental health issues. And um, he's like, there's no other thing that, sh- it's social media. It's having phones. And so we have to do something. Like, we can't just wait for the government to come in and, like, now they're going to tell us tell these companies what they need to do it's on us parents to do that we don't need to wait for the government to put parameters into place to to save our kids from these things because kids are smart they're going to figure out ways around things that we never even probably would know but as parents it's on us so uh I feel like I'm on a soapbox now but it's <laughs> okay I just oh, so how do you do that I guess is the question um Depending on the age of your kid, there are things that you can do. Um, delay delay the phone as long as you can. If you haven't given your kid, you know, the smartphone, delay it as long as you can. They say, you know, out there in the world of this research, eighth grade is a good time if, if your kid wants a phone, you know, at that point to give them a smartphone with limits on it. You don't want to give it to them and be like, hey, good luck, you know, off to the races with the internet and Instagram and on mm-hmm. Snapchat. You, you really... And it's going to look different for every family. You know your child. You know their maturity level. You know um, the responsibility level that they have, and um, keep tabs on it. You know. So, or if if you like, I've said they already have free reign on it, and they're off to the races. And as you feel like there's no turning back, I just want to remind you: yes, you are the parent. Set some parameters. You know, this is this is their mental health. This is their future. This is this is everything in my book, in my mind. I don't know. Do i just kind of going off the rails here. Are
2: y'all okay? Kato's like, <laughs> no, I mean, makes sense. I don't know. I don't have kids. Yeah, you don't. So, well, so, but,
1: okay. So how about your own? I'm not trying to call you out, but like, how does it look for you?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously like I use my phone and stuff, but I don't like doom scroll. These days I really don't. Like if I'm using my phone, it's usually for the, for the most part to like learn stuff. Stuff like that, or um, I don't know. Like I have, it, it's normally stuff like that. Yeah,
1: but and my guess is because you have you have interests and hobbies and right and exactly things that you like and to yeah, do. Yeah, it's
2: the yeah yeah it's the um like I have a fishing app I use. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be on that sucker all day trying to find <laughs> <laughs> the right places to go fish or looking up stuff about music. And that's a big thing for me is like I like to have my pieces of technology just strictly to listen to music. Mm -hmm. But we work behind screens all the time that whenever I can just be dumb I'm I get happy when my phone dies. I'm like, okay, (laughs) no more no more responsibility. (laughs) Like (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: awesome because you're out living a life. Right. Like you have interests, you have hobbies, you're busy. I'm guessing you feel fulfilled by what you're doing. You figured that part out and that's beautiful. A lot of people don't have that. They don't know. And they, so to, instead of looking for something, they just do this, they just scroll and they doom scroll or they, you know, it's, it's hard. And it's, uh, and I do see that a lot. Like I ask people, what do you do for fun outside of work? Or what do you do for your hobbies? And it's like, "Mm," they say one thing, but they, they do, they do that. You know, they're on their, their phone. And, um.
2: Yeah, I could name at least, like, 25, I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, people who do that? No, uh, oh. uh different hobbies that like, yeah, legitimate yeah. ones, yeah. No, I I think that's definitely a big problem, and then, yeah, it'd be really hard to mm-hmm. uh, try and, you know, parent a child to not, or a teenager or whatever, to not be on their phones whenever you can't even do that yourself. Right, that
1: would be hard. Yeah, it's tough.
2: It's tough. What about you? Um... I
0: mean, I think recently I have recognized that my brain—the way it works—it's like I have to be doing multiple things. Like when I'm upstairs working for whatever reason, like even though I'm like editing a podcast or editing a video or whatever it is for work, like I, I feel like I have to be doing something else. Like my mind cannot just focus on that one thing, and I noticed that I was like picking up my phone a lot, and. Like, if I get a notification, it's not necessarily to check the notification. It's I hate all the <laughs> the notification so things. Like yeah, so it. I just click all the apps so they go away because right. that drives me nuts. So I'm like, okay, I need to stop doing that. That doesn't bother me at all. You I go, know. i Have I've you seen, seen her my phone? phone? Yeah, I have,
2: like, 40,000 emails. <laughs> I have, like, 300 unread texts. Like, every yeah, single – That would drive me nuts. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't bother me.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I have noticed that, and – Um, like I used to, when I was younger, I mean, growing up, cell phones were just coming out. Like it wasn't a thing for us. Like it is now. And like people still had pagers and everything. And like email was just happening and all that. So like I read all the time or we were outside playing. And, um, so I've tried to get back into that. Um, I've weirdly gotten obsessed with crocheting. Like I just. Decided, I wanted to do it, and now, like, I can't even go to the store without leaving with a hundred things of yarn. And so, like, I have been watching videos just for that, but I'm not sitting there on Facebook. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, and I honestly don't even post really on my social media. It's just to scroll to pass the time. Right. And so, I've acknowledged that it's. I don't think it's as bad as some people. Um, I feel like I've tried to get a little bit better with it. But like she said, with our job, it's so hard to not be on some kind of device because we're either editing or we're looking up something on how to do something or um, we're trying to come up with new ideas for things. And so like...
2: But at that point, we legitimately are using technology as a tool. Like it's supposed to be used, not... I guess... Yeah, I guess that really is the thing though, right? Like using... Technology as a tool, not as a form of, like, fulfillment, I guess. yeah. And that's what people do.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like what you said about, um, what did you say that really caught my attention? Uh, Just using it, well, using it as a tool and using it as a way to learn something is very different, you know, than just because you're bored. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. When you're bored, you start scrolling. And my challenge to people is when you're bored, be bored. Like
2: I can't l- do that. Well, <laughs> like, try. No, no, I literally can't. Whenever, well, no, whenever we don't have something going on and I'm just sitting upstairs, it, the inside of my head is just going <sighs> all day long. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I can't be bored.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I think the biggest thing too is that's the problem is when you're going to like a doctor's office for an appointment or you're waiting for your kids to finish with their practice or whatever like when you're in those moments of you literally have nothing to do the, the first thing you do is pick up your phone and I noticed that because I was going to a lot of different appointments and stuff and I mean you wait you show up early for your appointment and then you sit there 30 minutes past then you go to the bat like so you have like this hour and a half where you're just waiting and it's like what else are you supposed to do like right. just look at the wall and I I started to notice that and then like the people around me and like older people <clears throat> were just scrolling on their phone or talking on the phone and so I was like I don't want to do that and so I down, I have an app on my phone where I can read my books like it's linked to my ipad so like if i read it on my phone then when i go to my ipad like it it syncs it so i don't forget where i'm at but like yeah it sucks to read a book on your phone but at least it's something to be able to do versus just scrolling and seeing what people are posting or or people are posting products and i'm like oh i should buy that (laughs) then i'm spending money that i probably shouldn't spend
1: right yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah, I guess that's really why social media is an issue, can be an issue too, is because you're just literally scrolling, looking at what everyone else is doing, and then whether you realize it or not, you compare it back to your own life, and that can make you feel not so great. Yeah, so
1: as adults, we're feeling that, right? So imagine what a 14 or 13-year-old kid is feeling when Mm they, you know, and their brains aren't fully developed their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed and that mean and kids are and also like that means their impulsivity is up too. like they're gonna make decisions because they're kids and they might see something or might have something come across their their feet or their you know and it's just so imagine as a 50 year old woman like I see something you know and I feel bad about myself imagine like a a child or a preteen coming across something and like they don't have the understanding or the life experiences to make meaning out of it. It's tough. It is, it is really tough. Um, but I, I like what, what y'all were saying about, you know, that cause you each have a different personality mm-hmm. and you, you know, Weaver, you like, you kind of get like being bored is something that you're struggling with. And Kato's like, I can't be bored. I can't have it. It's <laughs> not, oh, it's too much. Um, so what's like, where's the, the happy medium, you know, and that's something that we all have to figure out because being bored isn't a bad thing. It's, you know, it's really not. I know she's like, oh, <laughs> I can't stand it, but just try it. Next time you're feeling bored,
2: just sit with that and be like, okay, I'm bored, bored. Well, uh, I can't, I literally, yeah, yeah, I, I have ADHD. I literally cannot. Wow. Yeah. That changes things a little bit. Let's be mm-hmm. honest.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, I, and I get that, but that's, that's a, a skill that you can, you know, anybody can learn that skill. I'm not saying, you know, it, it's going to be easier for you, but it, it's a skill. And, um, yeah, it is I, it is tough. And I, I guess I just really wanted to kind of get the message out for our soldiers and their families to, you know, pay attention to how they're using it, what their intention is behind it. Are they using it when they're bored and they have had a long day and they're just, like, ready to disconnect from everything? And if they're doing that when their family's around, you know, what kind of message are you sending to your family? And just, you know, it's gonna look different for everybody, but just be aware of of how you're showing up in, you know, your in your family and and maybe what you're what if you want that to change, how are you going to make that how are you gonna be different moving forward? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's a habit, right? But it's also something that if you want it to be different, you have to work at it being different. It just doesn't just magically happen that, you know. So,
0: Well, with that, though, what are some tips then that parents can um, use or try to be able to use their phones or any type of smart device to be able to, um, I guess, pull the reins back on their use so that whenever they try to... Yeah. Should make changes with their their children that they're modeling the same thing yeah
1: so the first thing that I would I always think about is what's your intention behind being on this on your phone right now is it because you're looking to zone out is it looking you know you're looking to learn something because there's definitely a difference between the two and just be very aware of how you're using your phone and you might even want to pay attention and write down like the time of day that you're you know on it and are you learning or are you zoning out and and just start to kind of pay attention to how are you using you're far, you're you're <laughs> your, <phone laughs> your smartphone, your smartphone, your smartphone, that's a new word. Um, <laughs> I like be, it. <laughs> because like you're modeling the behavior to your kid. So after, like I had a conversation with one of my kids about using social media and why I was on it. And she's like, well, you're just wasting your time. I'm like, no, actually what I'm doing is I'm do I'm posting this because blah, blah, blah. When I'm done posting this, I'm going to turn the computer off and I will be in there with you in a minute. So be very honest with your kids about what you're doing. And if you are just biding time and you're or tell them and just say, and then, you know, but, and if that's how you want to show up in your family, that's on you. But if you're like, I don't want to continue this, then you have to figure out how you're going to change that moving forward. So I would just always remind people to be very aware and intentional of how they're using their phone. Go ahead and I did this. I took the apps, the social media apps off my phone, and I loved it. I really thought I was going to hate it. I thought I was going to be missing out. Oh my gosh. It was awesome. I did put it back on because once again I had to make a post on something, and it was easier for me to do it on my phone. But I was like, I have to get smarter about this because I can't just keep deleting it and adding it back because this is crazy making too. Like, <laughs> so I have to go and look at like, okay, on the desktop, how do I how do I create a story on a desktop? Can you even do that? I don't know, but you know, you can't. Um, Kato's like, no, no, trust me, i <laughs> um, So you have to get, you have to figure out. Okay, well. What's my intention on using these social media apps? And set a timer for yourself. How long am I going to be on it? Even you can even set one of those um, screen time things on your phone, so you can see how much time you're spending on there. But the best thing I ever did was just delete them off my phone. I just took them off. So you can do that too. Um, but you know, another thing too is I found that I wasn't checking social media, but I, then I was checking my email. So it was like this constant, like, oh, I need to be checking something because it's here. And in my mind, if I can look at it and there's something that I can do because I can be productive in these 10 minutes and I'm sitting in the car waiting for my kid, then I'm going to do that. But I was always doing that, you know, so it was like this repetitive behavior. So once again, it was take it off my phone, take the email app off the phone, you know, except for work, (laughs) Um, just but just things like that. And so you 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 have to look at your kid and you have to, uh, you know, know their maturity level. Um, you have to know, you have to know your child to know what is appropriate or not. And just because your child tells you, well, so-and-so is doing it. And in their house, oh my gosh, if I had a dollar every time one of my kids said that to me, I'd be so rich. But you, (laughs) it doesn't matter what's going on in other people's households. It's your household. It is your family. You are the parent. These are your children. And these are your values. It doesn't matter what's going on over there. I mean- You can't change what you can't change them. So be the change in your own family. Be that. Be the change, and you know, just do the best that you can for your family. Does that help? Did I answer Mm -hmm. your question? Okay. Sometimes I go off on y'all. Know I go down my (laughs) my paths of whatever.
2: Like I said, I don't have kids, so I really don't. I really can't speak to it, I guess. But I think it probably does help a lot if you're trying to uh, take. Like, not take the phones away, but, you know, like limit. Yeah, limit Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it helps a lot to just be accountable for your own actions too because how are they ever supposed to learn or trust what you're doing or saying um, or what you're trying to make them do if you're not doing it yourself.
1: Yeah, and that brings up another um, thing too is, you know, at night everybody's phone goes in the kitchen. It doesn't stay in bedrooms. There's no fo- – we our kids do not have the phone in their room. That is not – no, like no way. That's like letting your kids stay up on the internet all night long. That's the way I see that because you're just, you don't know what's going on. They're not old enough to regulate themselves r- for a lot of them. So everybody's phone goes where it needs to be. Um, you know, sometimes I'm on call, so my phone has to stay in the bedroom. Um, so that's been great. I love the the app timers. You know, you can set screen times. You can set limits on all that stuff. And really talk to your kids about um, how, what they post on social media too. You know, don't give away your location. You know, there's always that OPSEC brief at Yellow Ribbon events. <laughs> and that's one that's always stuck with me is I, and I see parents posting... This is where my kids go into college next year and they're, you know, and here's their dorm and there's a picture of their Mm -hmm. teenager going to the school in front of their dorm in the room number. I'm like, what is, what is wrong with you people? Like, (laughs) why would you put that out there for the world to know where your daughter's going to be a freshman at this dorm and here's the dorm room. So talk to your kids about safety and talk to them about being aware and, you know, um, location, you know, you cause some apps you put a location on and they know where you are, just, just things like that. Um, you know, set your um, direct messages to only people that they know, or you know, you know, um, all of, all of that stuff, and just do the best that you can with the the um, the controls that you can put on there. Of course, you know, there's gonna be times where things get by and it and stuff happens, um, but it it's on us as parents to 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 watch out for that. If if you ask me, and I'm glad y'all asked me. <laughs>
0: Yes, absolutely. I like that you brought up the phone thing, um, how you don't have him in the bedroom, because I've heard that multiple times, like, um, people are like, you shouldn't have TVs in your room and you shouldn't have your phones and this and that. And so I, and I've been having sleeping issues for a while now and nothing's helping. And I bought one of those, um, it's a, a light alarm clock. I don't know the exact term for it, but basically it's an alarm clock that it, um, it lights up like the sun rises and then you can pick whatever noise you want with it. So like birds chirping or the ocean or whatever. And it's supposed to naturally wake you up versus your phone alarm where it's like, "Eh, eh, eh," and you're like abruptly woken up. And then it has like this sleep setting that you can set it for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I think up to like 30 minutes where the, the lights on and the sounds going and it slowly goes down like the sun setting. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to help your brain, And, like, make you, um, like, just go into that sleep naturally versus just, like, abruptly waking up or trying to fall asleep or whatever. And um, it's been nice. I haven't, like, because my goal was to eventually not have my phone next to me because I normally don't get When I lay in bed, I don't get on it, but it's there, and I was using it as an alarm. And then when I would wake up, that's the first thing I would grab. And so now when I wake up, I don't touch it until I get ready, and I'm about to leave, so it just sits there. But I want to eventually move it, like you were saying, because I would rather just not use that. But then it's so hard because my husband, he still uses his for an alarm, and his alarm is so loud because he's practically deaf. And I'm like, (laughs) can you please, (laughs) like, because I'm either – I don't have to get up so then he has to get up and then it goes off and I'm like well now I'm awake because- <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear ya. so it's hard I, I got to try to get him into maybe I need to get him his own alarm clock yeah. but um, I like how I'm never going to get the tv out of my room because he has to fall asleep with it and I was like that when I was younger and joining the military I kind of got out of that because that basic you can't have a tv when you're deployed like At first, we didn't have a TV, but you could only watch movies and stuff like that. So, like, I kind of got out of that, so I don't need it. But it's hard when you have somebody else that needs that. Yeah, it is hard. So
1: yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's, it is, it is what it is, and so you have to make the best with the situation that you have. Um, But yeah, I mean, if he's able to transition to a different alarm clock, that might be helpful for you guys. Um, Does the phone, does the TV go off like in sleep mode, so it eventually turns it off, or does, is it on Um, all the time?
0: Yeah. So. Our TV doesn't have a regular remote. We just have an Alexa or a Fire Stick plugged into it because we don't have cable. We just stream everything. And so I haven't figured out if you can set a sleep mode with that because we don't have a regular remote. But eventually when it plays for so long, it shuts off, but the TV's still on. So like I wake up and... Um, It's not, like, super bright, but it's still, like, you know it's on. Right. Um, But that's my problem is, too, whenever... Like I have to watch something that I've watched a million times because yeah. if I watch something that I haven't seen, I'm paying attention to yeah, it. I, I will guess. not go to sleep. <laughs> like I will stay
2: up knowing that I still have to get up and go to work the next day. Like my brain just won't shut off. Even if the volume's on like literally one. Yes. Yeah. I hate that. And I like for it to be dark. I cannot fall asleep with the TV on. It drives me insane.
1: Yeah. Huh. I guess we just don't have a TV in our room. We just never got into that habit, but it's a habit. I wonder mm-hmm. if he's open to,
0: I've been trying, yeah. uh, we compromise with the volume,
1: Okay, but that's, good. that's a start. But What's then the next thing? how's his sleep?
0: Not good. Right.
1: So <laughs> this, this might be interesting for you guys. There's apps out there like meditation apps. Mm-hmm. What if you tried that instead? It puts me to sleep so fast. But Then once again, my phone's in the room. So I, I don't like that, but mm-hmm. I'm out like that. Well,
0: and I told him, I was like, what if we got a sound machine? Because he's like, I just need some kind of sound. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, my alarm clock has that, like, but I could get you one to put right next to your bed so that you can hear it. Like, I don't know. I'm have to have to talk about it more. y'all have to sleep
2: with the fan on? Like, the noise from the fan? Oh, no, not the noise, just because it gets hot. I have a really loud fan that I sleep with on, but it's not because I need the fan. It's because it sounds loud, and I need that, too. Well, no. so,
1: I mean, it's not uncommon for soldiers I talk to to say that they need something in the room, you know, and I, but so what happens is you just, you find, you compensate with a, a TV or you compensate with something and then that becomes your habit. Mm-hmm. So it's, you could, you could try something that might be a little better for both of you guys, you know, cause if you're both not still not getting good sleep, then what else can you try? Cause the goal is to have better sleep. So it seems to me like maybe try like one of those meditation apps or gosh, you could even put it on. So you said you stream, you can get on the internet, right? Put it on YouTube mm-hmm. and y'all watch or listen to um, some type of meditation. I mean, there's free stuff on YouTube meditation for sleep. There's yeah. podcasts out there. I mean, there's so much, you know, I mean, it's just a suggestion. Y'all are, you know, if it's not working, then there's gotta be something else out there. You can try just yeah. to see but you got to get his buy-in. You know, that's the hard part is, is if he's like, oh, I don't mind. I don't mind not sleeping. Well, (laughs) my husband can't stand it. Like he's, he needs to sleep. Like Mm -hmm. we both agree, like sleep is a priority for both of us. Um, and I have a tendency to get my thoughts just kind of race. Um, if, if I have a hard time falling asleep, that's usually my issue. Or if I watch something before I go to bed on my phone, you know, I get in bed, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to relax and watch this documentary on like, Gosh, I watched that fundamentalist LDS stuff, and that was just so good. Though it was good, but man, I just (laughs) laid in bed. I was like, because I remember when that happened. I mean, I remember seeing that on TV and stuff. Like, anyway, yeah, you know, that keeps me awake. So I have to read or do a crossword puzzle or just something that gets me out of my thoughts and Mm kind of into slow down, slow down, slow down mindset.
0: Yeah, I can't do anything that's like that gets my blood rushing because, like, he, he'll want to watch, um, like, a scary movie or something or, oh my gosh. like, volleyball <laughs> season. Like, yeah. thank God that it was on Fridays because mm-hmm. the only time I had to worry about it is if I had drilled. But after a volleyball game and if we were at a late game, like, I would be pumped. I would be like, let's <laughs> go. I can't sleep. Like, let's do something because, like, you just get you, your adrenaline goes up and it's harder to calm yourself down. Right. Um, So, yeah, I've noticed those things recently. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't do that. Like, I can't do a certain thing within a certain window before bed or I know I'm not going to sleep.
1: I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, but it's also that kind of goes back to whenever, you know, if you have a counselor or a doctor telling you you really need a sleep schedule, you really need sleep Mm -hmm. hygiene. This is what we're talking about is you have to know what amps you up, what can bring you down You know, everybody, it's always funny to me when I'll talk to a soldier about, you know, sleep hygiene or or like better sleep. They just look at me like, ah, it's not, it's not, I'm not doing that. That's not going to happen. I'm like, well, then your sleep's going to suck. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to do something different to have different, you know? I'm not yelling at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not. I know you can do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I think, I think that's the problem too, is especially in the military, you get set in your routine because you're so used to, doing the same things over and over again or because there's rules, regulations, SOPs that tell you you have to do something a certain way. So, like, w- whenever you're at home, your brain doesn't just shut that off. Like, right. some people can, but majority people, like, they just – they have that mindset 24-7 and it's hard to shut it off. So then when it comes to their home life, they don't know how to, mm-hmm. to do – like, right. to make those changes to be able to um, – get better sleep or whatever it is that they're trying to do it just makes it a little bit harder I I would think yeah in that sense I
1: agree I mean it you're right it is and it is what it is it's Mm -hmm. harder for some and easier for others and I would say that those have I mean those have been in longer have it they figured out how to make it work but there is definitely an adjustment for the soldiers that and I see the evolution. They come in, they're single, they're young, and then they find somebody and they get married and then that changes everything. And then oh, they have kids and then they go on a diploma. I mean, it's just constantly evolving and finding, like I always say, the new normal. So it's it's not easy. You know, this is this is a and here I am on another soapbox, but this is a um not it's not even a lifestyle, this is a job that the majority of you all choose right to go into and make it your career and it's not easy and a lot is expected of you and we're grateful you know as a civilian so grateful but at the same time I see the struggle and so I have I have such gratitude and um, appreciation for what for what you all do and um So yeah, that's why we're here is to help you figure these things out and not to berate you or to judge you or to say, get off your phone, but it's to be like, okay, if you're having problems with your kids or in your relationships, or, you know, if you notice your mental health or emotional health just isn't what it used to be, then like, take a look at not just this behavior. And I'm like, I'm pointing at my phone, but other behaviors that you are using to compensate and to help you cope with whatever might really be going on underneath the surface. So once again, I will plug that 800 number. So if anybody needs support, 800-681-2558. You do have to leave a message, but it is confidential, and we will get back to you as soon as we can and and support you in the the best that we can. And whatever that looks like, that could mean meeting with one of the behavioral behavioral health specialists in your region. It might mean having a conversation on the phone and saying, okay, this is what I think you really need. Let me give you some resources, and then I'm going to follow up with you. Um, it could be a number of things. So, no question or no call is uh, is silly or avoided on our end. Um, but this has been a really fun topic. Do you guys have anything else that you want to throw out there about it? Or no? I mean, I think, like you were saying,
0: a big thing in the military is situational awareness. So I think we need to start being more aware of ourselves because. Everything we do on a daily basis is typically for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, it's habit, it's routine and so you might not realize that you're doing something maybe that's affecting you in a certain type of way. So maybe just becoming more aware of um when you're feeling a certain type of way, okay, what am I doing in this moment? Am I scrolling on my phone? Am I sitting on my iPad? Am I on the internet or whatever? And what can I do to make myself feel better or happier or not whatever I'm feeling in that moment? Um, So I think just everybody taking more recognition in themselves and their actions and what they're doing and figuring out things that can help make them not feel those ways if they're negative things.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, that is perfect is our own situational awareness. And if we realize that, Hey, I feel different than I did a couple months ago, like hmm. be curious about that. You know, there's no shame and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just whatever's going on in your life because of all kinds of different reasons. Um, so I really like that you said that and that's being a human, you know, mm-hmm. that's not just being in the military or in the guard. That's human. Na- that's just being human. And, um, you know, they say that technology and makes our lives better, but a lot of the times it doesn't. It it can make things worse. So yeah, situational awareness is is so key. I love that. Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's also important to recognize um, or have that self awareness when you're in a positive place too. I guess like okay, well, like what did I do to get here? Then like it's the balance of those two things that kind of makes everything come together.
1: I like that. That's so true. Yeah hey, I'm having a really good day. What's what's going on? Like, <laughs> right? how did I get here? And I think that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I We could talk about this kind of stuff. Or maybe you'll have me back again, and we can talk about <laughs> something
0: else. I don't know. Oh, I can definitely assure you that, because I'm pretty sure you're the the only guest that has been on more times than anybody else I could possibly think
1: of. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so honored. And yeah. if anybody has questions out there that they want answers to, and they want to reach out to you guys, we could... We could do it. Like we could answer questions, um, you know, on a podcast. That'd be really yeah. fun. I think that'd yeah. be really cool to like have somebody yeah. write in, and then like we a, could talk about it. Yeah, like a Q and A. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, you guys heard it here, and if you're on YouTube, you've seen it here. So make sure that if there is something that we haven't discussed that um, you have a question about, leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media because we've been talking about doing something like that, but the buy-in's so hard. Yeah. It um. Is. So. I mean, we could walk around the armory and the tag building and stuff, but we want to reach out to everybody. We want to reach out to the M-Day soldiers and their families and stuff. We don't want to just constantly go to the full-time staff because they're here. So if you guys are listening or watching, please leave us a comment and let us know because I think that would be a really good episode for us to just sit and just answer questions that people truly have, are truly trying to figure out like, okay, well, what do I do in this situation?
2: Absolutely, and if... You know, you are full-time and you're listening to this or watching this. Reach out to your M-Day soldiers and Mm -hmm. see what questions they have. Oh, I like that. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, and they can also send me an email if they, you know, if they have a question and they want to give me some context behind it. And we'll keep it anonymous. I'm not going to go, well, Sergeant Smith out of (laughs) Greenwood (laughs) writes in. Yeah. You know, we'll keep it um, private and keep you anonymous. So we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully we'll have to keep track and see if we get any submissions and go from there
1: Maybe we should offer a prize probably can't do that though yeah, I'm sure they won't let us do that but we would yeah. offer you a prize if we could if you
0: maybe we can give you a shout out I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right well with that um we're gonna I guess we'll close out so thank you again for coming in and I'm sure we'll see you again soon hopefully we can get some questions sent in so that we can do a podcast on just a Q&A that'd be awesome yeah thanks All right. Well, if you guys like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in the next episode.